Hello and welcome to another episode of the Democrat Serve podcast. I'm here as always with my fantastic co-host, Robert Asensio. Hey, Brett. Let's get right into it. Same here and glad to be here. And today we have a very special guest in Dave Fawcett, who's running for county executive in Allegheny County. He has a fantastic public service background, including serving as a public school teacher and a storied law career. He's a former city councilor and uh, just such a great candidate for the position. And we're thrilled to uh, endorse his candidacy and have him here today. So welcome, Dave. Thanks. Glad to be here. Dave, can you tell us a little bit about uh, background about you and the race? Oh, sure. I don't know if it's a storied career, but I've um, been a a trial lawyer for my career. I work at a big, big law firm uh, and uh, I fell into a uh, sort of a niche, which is taking on big challenges, big cases against big corporations, uh, typically in business disputes, but oftentimes involving fraud or, uh, you know, real, real, real bad conduct by big corporations. So I've done that. And and I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. But in addition, I'm not a career politician, but I was on the county council for eight years. So I know about county government. I think it's really important in places like uh, Pittsburgh, Allegheny County, big urban areas where you have real challenges that you have the kind of background I have, which is, you know, being tough when I have to be negotiating solutions, being around money and power and, and, uh, you know, working through, working through things. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's a big qualifier for me. And the last thing I'll say about that is in addition to being a, we call a commercial litigator, trial lawyer, Um, I've had maybe 15 years of pro bono work and particularly working with the Pennsylvania Innocence Project, working to, uh, you know, free people who have been wrongfully convicted and typically sentenced to life in prison uh, and and walk guys out of jail. So I know all about, you know, uh, criminal justice reform, what needs to be done and so on. Good deal. And as one of the largest metropolitan cities in the eastern part of the country, well, definitely a large metropolitan area, I'm sure there's a whole host of complexity issues that you will deal with as the executive. But I wanted to get to what Brett said. Um, were you a teacher? And what did you, did you teach? And how long did you teach for? Right, right. No, I went to Carnegie Mellon here in Pittsburgh. And then I went, I taught up in uh, New York State in public high school. So, uh, you know, in my early 20s, I I taught English in high school and uh, uh, learned it's a very, very challenging, difficult job, number one. Uh, but, uh, you know, I enjoyed it. And I also uh, thought that uh, I wanted to be a person that would would make change and be able to take on big challenges where you could really control things to some degree. I'm accused of being a controller sometimes. And uh, so that's uh, that that led me to law school. Kudos to you. I tried to teach. I couldn't teach. I, I spent a year teaching in um, adult ed. And man, I found it very difficult. So it's a, it is a talent for those that uh, teach as a career and those who've taught. So kudos to you. They're great public servants, our teachers, for sure. So now you're the giant slayer, the corporate slayer, going after the corporate bad corporate actors. Tell us a little bit about that. I've had a number of cases that have been high profile, and it, it, it started with a case when I was a younger lawyer against uh, Massey Coal Company and their CEO, Don Blankenship. Massey Coal Company was at the time the biggest union busting, nasty uh, uh, employer in West Virginia. And, uh, and uh, they had mines and employees and, and they, they wanted to bust, uh, break the union up. And they really did. They decimated UMWA in, in West Virginia. And the, 
And and Don Blankenship, their CEO, was everything that was wrong with corporate America then and now, which is, you know, he did everything by a cost benefit analysis. So it meant, you know, running coal, uh, producing coal as opposed to following safety regulations. That's what he did. And um, ultimately, um, well, initially he ran uh, a, a, a union company out of business and I represented that company, got a big verdict and a $50 million verdict down in coal country. And then after the verdict, uh, he said it was terrible and he'd do everything possible to undo it. And uh, he ended up put, pitching in about $4 million, $5 million, and elected a, a justice to the Supreme Court, a Republican, first time a Republican had been elected to West Virginia Supreme Court since 1924. Anyway, that judge, we asked him to step aside because obviously, um, you know, he had an interest in the matter. And uh, and uh, he didn't, and he ruled against us throughout the case. And we took it up to the United States Supreme Court and won a victory, really for all Americans, which allows parties to litigation under the uh, due process clause of the Constitution to to disqualify a judge in certain circumstances. And so that was my 15 seconds of fame. It took me about 15 years. But and that it also served as a storyline for John Grisham's book, The Appeal, which happened to be set in Mississippi, but it's the same same story. So anyway, uh, and ultimately, not to run on too much about it, but that sort of mentality that Blankenship had ended up uh, leading to deaths. Uh, there were two mines that exploded in West Virginia and uh, maybe uh, 30 or so people lost their line, uh, lives. And, and, and Don Blankenship was ultimately a public company CEO that served time, went to prison uh, because of his uh, his criminal negligence that is pushing production over over safety. And on that note, Dave, you've not only taken on um, bad actors and, and uh, on the corporate side as a lawyer, but also on in the city council uh, pushing to to uh, ban smoking indoors. Can you talk a little bit about that? In Allegheny County, it's a, it's a county uh, council, and uh, yeah, so. Um, I, I was on that council for eight years, and we did a lot of uh, progressive things. And I, and I always say that uh, if progressive means walking the walk in addition to talking the talk, that's me. I, I don't hold a, uh, a protest sign up, I, but I take on injustice uh, where I have to. And uh, uh, as I said, at the start, you know, try to negotiate out solutions. But yeah, we passed. We consolidated the uh, government here. They're called row offices. They used to be all elected positions. We progressively consolidated them when I was on the council. We um, passed a smoking ban, which, you know, banned smoking in restaurants and bars. Um, I passed ordinances calling for the creation of a countywide riverfront park, which would be a big uh, move for sustainability here in Pittsburgh and a big investment in particularly our old industrial towns along our rivers. And if, you know, we have the most beautiful city here and it'd be a matter of reclaiming our riverfronts and uh, and raising our profile as a beacon of sustainability, something that places like Vancouver and Seoul, Korea and Amsterdam and uh, uh, New York City and Chattanooga have all, all, all done, you know, taking advantage of their natural advantages. And we have a plenty here. So that's, you know, those are the kind of progressive things I like to uh, I feel that are necessary, important, important investments and uh, things that I would get done as as county executive. So, Dave, I'm over here in Connecticut where uh, we don't have a county government structure and many states in New England um, are absent. Uh, you know, we have 
county government in name, but not actually uh, in practice. Can you can you give a little bit of a of a background or briefly on the importance of county government and why the position of county executive is so critical to the to the state? Uh, people in this area, and it's the Pittsburgh area in Allegheny County, but you know they might think that the mayor is sort of the important job because the name's mayor. But in fact, the, the city is just a municipality within Allegheny County. And like a lot of, you know, eastern urban areas, the city is not, it, many people live in the suburbs. And so the bigger job is the county, the county executive. And that's the county executive here uh, run, uh, runs, serves the people in so many respects. You uh, set the budget for for the, the courts, you run the airport authority, the bus uh, system here, uh, sports and exhibitions all over our stadiums here. You run the county parks, you run health and human services, uh, you you run the election board. Uh, you know, it's really one thing after another, economic development. And, and you're the person that can set the agenda. And from my standpoint, in addition to running this sort of multi-billion dollar operation known as the county and doing it with integrity, the real job of the county executive um, and the reason I'm running is is to be a person that can step back and say, okay, for this sort of old industrial town that uh, has had some successes, uh, where do we want to be? Where do we want to be in 15 years and 20 years and 25 years? And what can we do now to get there? And, you know, honestly, um, our county executives have been hardworking, but no one's taking that forethought to think ahead. And you have to. Um, presently, we're losing uh, jobs and and we're losing population and we're losing to places like Columbus, Ohio and Rochester, New York and Baltimore and and that's because they have a plan and they're in and, and they're uh, investing uh, in their economic uh, development dollars. While in Allegheny County, our economic development department's typically been a patronage job and we don't have that big that kind of foresight. So not to be too critical of people, but that's why I'm running to be a person that would be, again, looking forward and, and saying, what can we do now to get to where we should be? And we have enormous, well, we have enormous challenges here. Uh, we have disparity of wealth, we have poverty, we have uh, uh, disparities, racial and economic disparities, like a lot of places, but we really need, uh, we have enormous opportunities too. I mean, uh, given our natural advantages, our rivers, our green hills, our our, our universities, uh, uh, Pitts, University of Pittsburgh, Carnegie Mellon, known worldwide for its innovations, its robotics institute, and so on. So all those things, uh, you know, require a plan to keep money and opportunities here. Definitely key area, key district, um, county, um, to the nation's uh Future, right? So, Dave, let, let's let's bring you back a little bit. Let, let's talk about your campaign. How's your campaign going? And how many hours of sleep are you getting? Less and less every night, but we're just a week out now. Robert, what's occurred uh, when I got into the race? Of course, you know, lawyers know me. People know me. I was on the county county council, but I haven't been a career elected official. So I put in a lot of money. I've raised a lot of money. Uh, and, and we've gone on air and had an aggressive campaign, but still I've had to move up sort of gradually, you know, and uh, um, th this is a multi-candidate race. There's uh, six people in it uh, and, and three others are elected officials. Uh, you know, I would say minor, you know, government positions, 
but uh, nonetheless, they have some name ID. So what's occurred here, it's, it's, you'll probably appreciate this, but I was, well, we have a great media firm and they've said all along, you know, stay positive, talk about yourself, raise your name ID, talk about what you want to do. And then ultimately they said there'll be a car car crash. I said, well, what does that mean? And uh, they explained months ago to me, well, probably the front runners, particularly if they're career politicians, when it gets close towards the end, they'll start attacking each other. And right now, in the last three, four days, which is 10 days before the election, the bombs are just being tossed. You know, this person is corrupt. That person that never did anything in office, uh, this person is inept. And they're going back and forth, back and forth. So that is what someone like me, uh, again, not a career politician, but wanting to get things done and bring my 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 tools to to bear and serving the county, you know, that gives me a, a great opportunity. So my name ID has been going up and the media firm that represents me dropped in the mayor of Chicago, who's uh, a, a few years back and she was in seventh place um, two weeks out from the election and ended up in first. So, you know, it's a very exciting time right now as uh, the, as the so-called front runners uh, are are you know, bombing each other and I'm right tagging behind and, uh, and, you know, in a place where actually we've been very aggressive and, and uh, the name's getting out. And so we're, we feel really good about our chances. And Dave, while we're on elections there and, and with the county executive overseeing elections, uh, obviously this race has national implications. Can you talk one about the importance of this race nationally and two, how you are more equipped than your opponents to tackle that elections piece? Pennsylvania is a swing state, obviously, and our next presidential election, like the last one, could turn on what Pennsylvania does and could turn on what happens here in Pittsburgh. We have, uh, uh, we're heavily uh, Democratic, but um, um, not, uh, Philadelphia and Pittsburgh both are, but uh, it's always a close election here, uh, like Ohio and Florida. So, um, when you're a county executive, you're also on the board of elections, the three-person board of elections. And I was on the board of elections when I was on the county council for eight years. I know elections. When I was on, I ran them well. We oversaw things. You're in charge of investigating fraud and so on. And the very interesting thing in this election is one of the front runners, which is our county treasurer, was involved himself in a form of election fraud when years ago when I was on the county council. <laughs> uh, and the particular fraud was forging absentee ballots to affect a, a local election here. And there weren't amazingly big uh, repercussions uh, for him at the time. He's been our tax collector or county, or, or county treasurer. It's one in the same here for years. Uh, but uh, one, he's a throwback and sort of an old time politician. But secondly, can you imagine if there was a close election here and uh, Donald Trump would have a field day with <laughs> with 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 claiming uh, that uh, Allegheny County and there it, it just can't be trusted. There was no credibility in the system because, look, your county executive, if this person were to win, uh, had himself been involved in voter fraud. So, but regardless of him, um, you know, I think elections are super important. The case I took to the Supreme Court in, in, involved elections, campaign contributions. Um, we do not have 
contribution limits here in in Pennsylvania or in this race. And and like the old time politicians in a race are getting enormous contributions from from individuals. And, you know, I've been just working hard to get the as many uh, keeping up with them, but but much smaller uh, donors. And uh, but that's all makes it right for for, uh, you know, misconduct or or a lack of credibility in the system. So, you know, elections are super important. And to me, the integrity of elections and making people understand that they're credible and transparent is one of the most important things that the county executive here can do. I think people fail to consider or they overlook the fact that a position of a county executive or any leader of a government entity is a CEO. And right. we as a taxpayers need to ensure that the people that are elected to those positions are the most qualified and best qualified to meet the needs. Often we see the byproduct of bad policies. And then if we go back and we look at the individuals that get elected or pushing those policies, we can see why. So you got a lot of stake in the game, personal stake in the game. You've made a success, an enormous investment in your campaign. But um, for those people that don't know you, Please give them a sense of aspiration and please provide us an aspirational statement that to those people that are suffering, those people that are going to vote for you, those people that are looking for someone for hope. Right. Are you that man? And please give them a quick message. This county, this city, this region has enormous potential. And. You know, you are right that the person running the county is 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 not just the CEO, but the, the person that really is the one to provide leadership and direction. And I'm the person that's taken on big challenges in my career. And that and in here we can have job creation. We can have criminal justice reform. We can be a beacon of sustainability, pushing alternative energies having a countywide riverfront park, reinvesting in our underperforming, uh, um, unserved, poor communities. And I can bring that and will bring that uh, in serving the people. I'm not a person that uh, wants this job because I need another, uh, uh, you know, a promotion in politics. And I do be- uh, agree with you, Robert, completely that, you know, national politics is important very important, but you're essentially a vote on issues. But when you're talking about local government in a place like uh, Pittsburgh or Philadelphia or Cincinnati uh, with billions of dollars, you know, how you devote those dollars, how you run a, a county, whether you do it with integrity, transparency, and with a vision, a place where you, where we can make this place we can make our county, make our city a place where people want to stay and live and make it sustainable, um, and make make there be growth and opportunities. That's hugely important. In my point in life, my stage in life, it's more important than anything. And that's why I want to serve, to get things done for no other reason. And I believe I'm the person to do it uh, with my background, with my experiences, with my willingness to challenge power and to take on uh, you know, big challenges. Thank you for that. And for those that wanted to get a hold of you, your campaign in these last, what, last week of uh, campaigning leading up to election, tell them how to get a hold of you, Dave. I've made big contributions to campaign myself. I've raised a lot of money. Uh, I'm actually in the critical last week where we're hand to mouth. Um, it's every contribution we get right now goes into media. It's really, really needed. So 
any contributions at all and any support is 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 uh, urgently needed and greatly appreciated. But I'm at www.fawcett, F-A-W-C-E-T-T, four, number four, countyexec.com. So Fawcett for countyexec.com. And you can go on there and uh, learn more and you can uh, uh, volunteer, you can contribute and so on. So uh, I'm, uh, we're ready, willing and able. And Dave, as you're uh, as you're out there in Allegheny County right now and and Robertson, Miami, all I can think about is uh, the Dan Marino connection. But with uh, football season a little bit far away, but not too far, thankfully, uh, how are things looking for the Steelers this coming year? Oh, you know, they're always looking good for the Steelers. But this year, uh, yeah, we had a great season uh, last year getting a new quarterback and uh, a Marino type. They both went to pit. And, uh, you know, so we're all very excited. We're, uh, we're going to be on the rebound just like this city and county. Excellent. Well, Dave, thank you so much for your time. I know you got to get back out on the campaign trail. Any uh, any last words? No, really, glad, really appreciative of the of the support of the endorsement. Um, I think it is important across the country that people look for fellow Democrats that can get things done. We've got to prove that we can do things uh, and, and turn cities around and turn counties around. That's our charge. And we're, we're not naysayers. Um, I'm not I'm not wanting to throw money away, but I understand that government and believe that government has a huge, huge role in moving, making progress and in making big investments uh, in our communities and big, wise investments, uh, planning ahead are all things that uh, uh, the county executive here can do. And I'm looking forward to doing it uh, as county executive. But thanks so much for having me. And again, I appreciate the endorsement. Thank you so much, Dave. And it's our pleasure. And uh, hopefully we can do a follow up episode here in the uh, county executive office once you uh, get sworn in. Look forward to it. Thanks so much. And thanks to all your listeners. Thank you. And thanks again for another episode of Democrats Serve. And Robert, you want to take it away? Well, as you can see, we're interviewing some really good candidates. Uh, Please stay tuned for our next episode. 